0: Hello everybody and welcome to the rendition pod. Today, we're talking about V for Vendetta. We seem to be on a theme. Um, I don't know if you can guess. It's Alan Moore, that's what it is. Uh, So this is one of his more uh, classic works. It is about a fascist England uh, being slowly taken apart by one of its victims, um, a V, a masked vigilante figure, uh, as he takes in a uh, very naive uh, Evie and turns her into his protege uh, at the uh, summits of his plans. Um, that's the general gist, I think, between uh, commonality between both stories. Um, but there are obvious differences, hence why we have this dang old podcast. Um, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm your host Elise. Uh, hi, how you doing? Uh, on the film, uh, we've got our Jude. I'm
1: Jude Brown. Okay,
0: (laughs) sorry. I was like, where did Jude go? (laughs) Where Uh, are they? (laughs) 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 On on the literature, on the comic book, uh, we have our ashes. It's me. It you. Oh my God. Um, So I had never read Alan Moore. Um, I like. Obviously, uh, I'm a kid from the nineties. So early two thousands comic book movies were really my shtick, um, fantasy series. And for some reason that was the era for Alan Moore adaptations. Um, not sure what that was about. Um, but it's, uh, so I'd heard all these stories, I'd seen all these stories. Um, but I'd never actually read them until, uh, recently when we started doing league of extraordinary gentlemen and, uh, oh, and constantine um, and constantine yeah uh and so as i started reading him i'm going down the rabbit trail of this man's work and uh, like this morning i was listening to him on spotify um uh he has some works where he reads some of his writings uh over like uh, guitar riffs and things it kind of reminds me of shatner and ben fold's album um, like just, you know, uh, somebody with, uh, rhythm and cadence and, and, and a cool voice, uh, kind of an iconic person. He, just... he
2: does have a very cool voice for he anyone really... who hasn't heard him speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a profoundly weird dude. And I mean that in the best of ways.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh.
2: but I would, li- I would listen to him read a grocery, grocery list. Yeah. Like you know, he has a very, very cool growly
0: sort of English voice British draw. Yeah. Uh, that Blake ache. Uh, yeah, please expect further terrible, um, terrible impressions of Alan Moore. Uh, but anyway, so so this man, uh, this person, uh, has put together, uh, has written for so many different, uh, so many different insane stories. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, there's lots to talk about. Uh, Jude, how would you like that movie? Like what?
1: First of all, William Shatner is okay, but. <laughs> I would punch Ben Folds and his <laughs> cocksucker if I ever saw him. <laughs> that dude has made some of the worst fucking music of the last wow. twenty-five years. Wow. Yeah.
0: People are gonna fight you. Yeah, okay, come at, <laughs> come at me.
1: Come at me. Okay. Like would, like when you when you want to be when you want to be so bored you want to kill yourself that's mm. that's ah, that's when you put on okay. Ben Folds. I
2: was in a show that was Ben Folds followed by Cake a few years ago, which seemed like a really Weird music. Combo,
1: oh, that sounds okay. It's yeah, total
0: aside. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: I feel like I feel like Ben folds. is like okay, everybody. Like this is the part of the show where you where you let your toddler run around, <laughs> right? And cake is like,
3: <laughs> you know, uh, the cake
1: is like way more aggressive. They're <laughs> no, like, no no no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, Alan Moore for being such a weird guy that lives in I can only assume is like a Victorian dungeon. Mm-hmm. He's at the center of a lot of current pop culture franchises and kind of. he's, he's, he's he's behind a lot he is responsible for bringing us a lot of modern comic book culture
0: mm-hmm. including Neil Gaiman but, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but yeah Alan Moore a weirdly important but kind of Forgotten about guy, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I think like as political as his like influence is in his works, it, he kind of disengages entirely from the moment. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he didn't want to be credited for *V for Vendetta* because *League of Extraordinary* *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen* was such a mess, uh, and there was another one, Wait,
2: which is a tragedy because honestly, I think the movie is one of the best comic book adaptations out there. Oh no, one of sure. the best adaptations of his work. Yeah,
1: I'm about to say for sure, like I bothered to read the comic book, but <laughs> I didn't. But yeah, sure. I mean, it's a good movie. It's it's tolerable.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not like fucking. I do like Natalie. League, Jesus. Christ. Uh, oh, uh, LXG, you mean? Um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh, Evie more in the movie than I did in the comic. Um, I feel like some more uh, definitely. Uh, he he would be on the Reddit queue of men writing women for me. Um, I'm not gonna lie, like there's. A lot of his lady characters fucking kill me. Um, weird, weird that the Wachowskis
2: wrote a better woman, like, <laughs> main female character. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, yeah, there's that. But, like, that's not to say the rest of his work isn't great. It's just, oh, my God. Uh, but, okay,
1: so, like, another story we've covered on yeah. rendition children like children of men yeah. this takes place in the near future which i love i love near future stories because mm. you you always know you're about to get just a big a big dollop of of commentary mm-hmm. in the, Very in in the inferno, near future yeah. stories mm-hmm. um, now in the comic books i believe there was like a n- a nuclear event that destroyed oh a bunch of the world right and that's why mm-hmm. Britain has kind of gotten into the hands of fascists, right? Yeah. And yeah. Alan Moore, interestingly enough, commented on this, and he was like, it was funny that I was naive enough at the time to think it would take uh, half the world getting blown up by nuclear bombs to think that fascists would ever take over the government. Damn. Right? Um, Damn. And uh, although, I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, and he's, he also compared himself to... A, he, he called himself a bit of a Cassandra with kind of a lot of his stories. Yeah. Like, with a lot of the... Mm-hmm. It was kind of prophetic... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and also, okay, so first of all, the high chancellor character from V, the Adam Sutler guy, yeah. if he didn't have an English accent and he was running for president as a Democrat, he wouldn't have to say anything else and he would be like the first Democrat to ever like win Florida. Wow. <laughs> like wow. he would like, wow. <laughs> like that's like, I was just like listening to all of the, the crazy things he was saying and I was like, mm. as long as he like, uh, did, Said, like, hashtag love is love. Like, people would be like, Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we'll, we'll go for this. Mm. Like, I feel like the current political landscape is so fucking demented now that, mm. like, the cartoonish evil dictator villain in V for Vendetta. I'm like,
0: mm. uh, He definitely yeah. has more of a character in the movie than yeah. he does in the actual comic. Like, he's more, yeah.
1: um, yeah, but so it takes place in, uh, dystopian England, of course, mm-hmm. and, there's like an extremely repressive government. There's a lot of ni- there's a lot of like 1984 references here. Like everyone has like a TP that is always spouting propaganda, like uh, forced into their house. Mm. Um. And yeah, so V, what 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 do I want to say about this movie?
3: I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is a
1: this is a great comic book adaptation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. It's probably. Helped a lot by the fact that the Wich- the Wachowski sisters wrote it, mm-hmm. and not anybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I forgot the Wachowskis did though. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: It's a, it's a great story of like freedom and revenge mostly. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a hard time thinking about this movie because I feel like it wouldn't be allowed to exist now. I feel like we've done a lot of I feel like we've done a lot of like digging up old artifacts from like a different period of like mainstream. Mm-hmm film right that doesn't even seem like it was that long ago like 2005 wasn't that long ago that shouldn't necessarily be like a completely distinct period in -hmm. in movies right but and
2: yet I mean soon it will be half our life half my lifetime ago that's true yeah
0: yeah also like I don't know thinking about it retrospectively uh, uh, the change in film style from the 60s into the 70s and 80s is so fucking drastic like story wise uh, societal wise it's uh, so that's true
1: that's true i mean it, it feels like uh since 2005 it feels like uh, mm. kind of a lot has changed but a lot has stayed the same too. it feels like it <laughs> sure. shouldn't yeah, because
0: right. you know we remember that and we're like oh god that was just like yesterday but you yeah know, we're yeah, just old, yeah also things fine. were just getting Before. started
1: it's like we're still making comic book movies like that's the thing not yeah. only is that S- still a thing, but it's, it's like the, the, absolute yeah, it's, figure, it's the thing. it's bigger than ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, like it's, um,
2: I remember when this movie. I remember when this movie came out. I remember it being quite popular, mm-hmm. especially among moody teens. Oh, oh of yeah. course, of Absolutely course. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Okay, so like um, a lot of Alan Moore's. Th- yeah.
2: I remember, the, I remember the. I didn't rewatch it for the episode, but I do. I do own it. I've watched it a ton of times. um mm-hmm. I remember the soundtrack also being quite. Good.
1: Yeah. 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 There were, there was a good set. Sa- there was a good soundtrack. Uh, this movie suffers a lot from awesome guy oh, syndrome. Yeah, like there's a lot of like, yeah. it, the, I feel like the Wachowski sisters in general are, are like, they're always like, what would be the most awesome thing ever? Yeah. And they had this like very early aughts idea of what awesome is. Right. You right. know, like, uh, like the, I'm thinking of the twins from matrix reloaded. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like, that would be the coolest fucking thing ever. Right. Mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Just, like, a lot of shit like that. And also... Yeah. Um, so V is this uh, terrorist who wants to destroy the British government because it's evil. And specifically in the movie, it's evil because they're Islamophobic. They're, like, a Christofascist... Uh, mm-hmm. Homophobic. Homophobic mm-hmm. party, right? Um, they, they disappear people. There are lots of, like, visual references in the movie to Abu Ghraib, which was kind of, like, a, recently a scandal mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and basically kind of kind of the evils of like all of the repression beginning in the early aughts is kind of put onto this political party norse fire mm-hmm. right which is the main villain they had their start basically in kind of a human experimental program mm-hmm. like the high chancellor who is in charge of government now he came to power because he was the overseer of this human experimentation program and spoiler alert, that resulted in the creation of a virus that the government used to create a false flag attack that killed, like, 100,000 people, many of them children, apparently. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the subjects of this experimentation was V, who, his superpowers in the movie aren't very clear, necessarily. No. Also, how much time has he spent just, like, training himself, right? Yeah. Um, but you, it's only, it's kind of two-thirds of the way through the movie that you realize that... He's he's not entirely human, right? Which makes sense, yeah. Because the movie is a lot about him, like he's an idea and not uh, an actual person, and not not a man, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think this thing about kind of Adam Suttler, the High Chancellor's power, sort of like Mm -hmm. having its kernel or its genesis in. The carry out, this carrying out of a genocide is some great Alan Moore commentary because it's very historical because like so many great regimes begin that way yeah. uh, instead of like ending that way. I think it's a great historical take, especially to have an, a movie in 2005 too. Yeah, um, yeah, there was like a. Uh, and Stephen Fry was in it too so I was worried we were gonna get a little like enlightened atheism at one point which uh, just annoys me I'm, you know I'm, like oh, I love like oh, sky Fry. man sky daddy like <laughs> god it, fucking yeah no Stephen Fry's okay yeah. I mean he's people were like uh, it, recently he was like he just recorded like the most recent JK Rowling book and people were like, Uh you you guys oh, are really? still pals? And he was like he was like, free speech, I'm you can't cancel me for being friends, I'll stand by Joan to the very end. And everyone was like, Okay, we weren't, Ooh, we, weren't we weren't saying all wow. that necessarily. We were wow. just like, Okay. Okay, yeah. did not know that. Yeah. That's fine. Um,
3: all
1: right. Yeah. Uh and so V's plan is to he blows up the old Bailey and then he gets on TV and everyone's, every, you know, he kind of uses the propaganda system against the government. And mm-hmm. he's like, everybody, a year from now, meet me at parliament. Yeah,
3: let's,
0: <laughs> and, you know, flash mob. And, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, but in the intervening <laughs>
1: years, and in the intervening year, he meets up with Evie, who's played by Natalie Portman. Yeah, they. She's reluctant at first. They kind of mm-hmm. have a few capers together. Um, he simulates, uh, you know, throwing her into the into an oubliette basically yeah 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 she she almost gets captured when they arrest Stephen fry's character Mm -hmm. um and v takes that as an opportunity just to like torture her for an unknown period of time and she thinks she's being you and the and the audience thinks that she's like been captured by the state and they're going to execute her because they won't because she won't tell them what they want to know about v right Right. and then they're like okay we're going to take you up behind the chemical sheds and shoot you and she's like okay well great that's fine i'd I'd rather die that way than tell you anything about V. And then V's like, haha, gotcha. Like, uh, you're free now. You're completely free. Like you aren't afraid to die. Uh, and then that part of the movie honestly gets a little gross because she's like at first really mad because of course she would be. And yeah. then later she's like, thank you V. Um, and I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, I mean,
2: like, okay. I, I agree. you 1000%. Yeah. Um, I like the one inch monologue though, mm-hmm. that takes mm-hmm. place in that part. Uh,
3: yeah and, and it seems I like you
2: like the visual symbolism of that they play back and forth of like kind of like v's birth was like unfired yeah yeah and, yeah, and she's in the rain, rain. yeah no that, that's
1: really powerful so yeah, no I agree it seems The like
2: ideas behind that yeah. scene um it's, 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 it, it's gross, yeah it's hard but. not to
1: wince at it a little bit but it's also it's extremely effective in the context of the movie so uh i guess what alan moore originally intended was this to be kind of like a Commentary of like the two extremes like fascism and anarchism and part mm-hmm. of the reason why he didn't like the movie is because it was like seem- seemingly a little too sympathetic towards anarchism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah I mean he himself is an anarchist um uh, so i feel like the movie it definitely influenced like anonymous uh the like, yeah yeah, group yeah unfortunately
1: and, yeah v is way cool v for vendetta is way cooler oh, yeah. and the character v is way cooler than like a lot of these like kind of like bro people that
0: take it on as yeah. like yeah like he uh that uh, and the like joker the four, the four of.
2: horsemen of like uh protagonists that you weren't supposed to identify with that like yeah, Like there's like, all, like I have a whole list oh, of yeah. movies Rorschach, that I actually v... really like, but if Joker. I was on a first date with yeah. someone and they were like, these are my favorite movies, I'd be like, that's mm. a huge red flag, like <laughs> Fight
1: Club. Well, I mean, I fucking love, well, I mean, I fucking love V, I love the whole message of this movie. Yeah. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I think, it's, I think it's, it's more relevant now that like the government is like literally trying to kill us and they're going to like let the planet fucking boil us to death before they do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, hell yeah, let's like. Blow these bastards up, like Mm -hmm. fuck yeah! Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I think the message has become like more cogent that way because in 2005 things were still somewhat bucolic, so you could have like your opinions about the government, Mm -hmm. and it would seem kind of like edgy, Mm -hmm.
2: right, to be an anarchist. Pretty like, no, I saw a lot of people, like a lot of punks motivated, a lot of like people on the ground motivated during the bushes. Oh no, yeah, for sure,
1: yeah. I mean, a lot of that has been forgotten. I mean, the second time George Bush was elected, like. like anarchists just like took over the street in protest. They were like fighting the cops, mm-hmm. like the, like cops in DC were like forced back to the station because of action that was taking place during the protests. And that has been completely forgotten about. Also, like if that kind of thing happened today, those people would all just be dead probably. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't,
2: well, I feel like we saw something like that recently. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, no, kind of, but uh, you know, the, the totally I feel like group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, that's I mean and then he, like the the movie the movies is a uh, you know is just kind of this searing indictment of kind of the English and the British government at the time. Uh, it has a lot of like to say about the media, right? Um, mm-hmm. I do I do think it's aged very well, kind of like Children of Men. Yeah, um, there are some like. Uh, really awesome guy tropes that V falls into, like I said, that are oh, like yeah. a little cringy, but even that's mm-hmm. like more, that's kind of more sincere than a lot of like Marvel stuff is now, as far as like a superhero goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so when Natalie Portman is in fake mind prison uh, with V, mm-hmm. she stumbles upon this story of this woman named Valerie Who is a lesbian basically, and she gets sent to a concentration camp for that reason. And in the movie, it's heavily implied that she was involved in the same human experimentation project as V, right? Mm -hmm. And that kind of lends a lot to my theory um, that the Wachowski sisters kind of winkingly um, try to tell you that V is Valerie, that V is trans. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's now you can say that's wish fulfillment, but
2: doesn't go mm on. Unsupported necessarily. Yes. Uh, I've seen that theory before, and I I think it's an, a valid interpretation of the text.
1: Yes, I think especially. I mean, this movie was written by the. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, and watching that, I'm like, yeah, this movie fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I had a lot to say like in the comics. It explicitly says that what
2: they, <laughs> the experiments in the comics are explicitly like using like human growth hormones mm-hmm. and like um. Uh, Different. How do I want to say, like, gender affecting
1: hormones? Yeah. There's. Mm. Th- yeah. Th- and there's like a lot in the movie about like identity and masks and faces mm-hmm. and stuff right. like that. Uh. I th- yeah. I think it's definitely a valid interpretation of the text, especially, uh, like the. It's definitely kind of a wink and a nod for sure, mm-hmm. but when they are first talking about, um, when Celia Surridge, when Delia Surridge, the scientist, yeah, that yeah. he kills, is recounting the tale of how the experiments began, right. Um, and she's originally talking about V's character, uh, the camera's actually focused on the Valerie character from mm. the one-inch story yeah, later. Yeah. Right. So um, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot there.
0: <laughs> well, considering uh, it is the Wachowskis, there's probably some subtext like that yeah. can be inferred. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, yeah Ashley, uh, you were you just started talking about um like it g- growth hormones like that was um yeah um, so
2: yeah in the comic book um it's it's pretty explicitly stated that at least some of the experiments if not all of them involved uh, um like gender affecting hormones like I said uh, mm-hmm. like it had like at one point they explicitly uh, Delia in Delia's diary she says like a, like a one of the subjects, like, genitals fall off. Um, Ew. What? Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. She describes all kinds of different effects. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: uh, she does explicitly in the comic refer to the last five subjects as two women and three men, mm-hmm. of which Valerie is one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm-hmm. there is that, but I, I still think oh, the, wait. The, the oh, also, v like has the... been around for a while.
1: Okay, the original idea for V was based off, like, a rejected... Uh, comic strip submission called the doll which according to the wikipedia uh was about a uh a white-faced transsexual terrorist so huh. there's even a bit of that in the original story huh yeah okay mm-hmm.
0: interesting wait wait wait. so like v was more of a villain uh, and trans or was... no, no no i think
1: the 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 story the story was about this character called the doll yeah who was uh a yeah, according to this entry in the Wikipedia okay. article, called a transsexual terrorist. So I imagine probably also also a hero. Okay, good. Uh, so it seems okay, like, I think, right, it, and right. I think this was like in, this was much earlier. So this was like in
0: eighty five. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think is more. Uh, and it was
1: just it was a rejected idea for uh like the DC Thompson comic strip.
0: Interesting. Did submission uh, competition? Did Alan Moore write that part, or was that like uh, that?
1: That wasn't clear.
0: That was David Lloyd, maybe. Um, but I'm still on speakerphone because I need to check something. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, we're- <laughs> okay, we're doing research now. No, no,
1: um, no. It was in 1975. Oh, yeah. so. I
0: can and research at the same time. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, 75. Okay, that's. Oh yeah. wait, the original submission or yeah, uh, yeah.
1: That was the original. That was the original submission.
0: Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. And well. then
1: the near future in that case would have been the 80s. Yeah, yeah, he
0: basically said that... So in the linear notes in the beginning of
2: the book, um, he mentions that he wrote it between 81 and 88, so that would line up.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever notice, like, if you go back and watch, like star trek episodes or like a terminator and shit mm-hmm. uh l- the folks from the 70s and 80s had like a very dim view of what the 90s were gonna be yeah like, they did and like this very like trash covered uh techno fucking wasteland uh just like you, well
2: yeah we're, we're all imagining like the cyberpunk future yeah and like mm-hmm. eugenics
0: Which we're, actually, and shit. we're actually in now so yeah, I yeah and everyone it get on like wearing neon like
1: yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is uh oh, what was that video Game Cyberpunk, yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, they, they
2: sponsored our, they sponsored a, uh, Ready
1: Player One episode. Oh yeah, I I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink yeah. Wink. <laughs> that was <huge> a <laughs> joke. I saw what it. Like. Uh, yeah. Wait. Also, this movie is kind of a tale of two Stevens. Stephen is in it, yeah, but also the much underrated and kind of more important Stephen Ray character.
3: Mm. Uh,
1: the guy from oh. the Crying Game. He's the detective.
0: Oh shit! Oh. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. all right. Yeah, yes. yeah. Fucking. Yeah. He looks like okay. a sad
3: puppy
0: the whole yeah. movie. He does. Yeah. Oh does.
1: yeah. I guess my my only complaints about this movie, kind of technically, are that uh, they play a Regina Spektor song when V and. Evie have to say goodbye mm-hmm. at the end, kind of mm-hmm. um, like what the fuck. Although uh, very 2005, yeah. th- th- that's like the only 90 seconds of the movie that seemed, like so excruciatingly of its time. I was like, uh, okay, what the what the fuck ever. And also the final fight, also the final fight scene when V is using the swords to like kill Creedy's bodyguards, and yeah. there's like the like the like tracers behind the uh, behind the blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my other complaint is that uh, it seems. To kind of like, who is the narrator? Is it Natalie Portman or is it the Stephen Ray investigator character? But that doesn't actually confuse the plot too much. No, it just doesn't it's make any of, sense. It
2: is kind of, it is kind of almost Dracula esque, and the same in the comic books yeah. where like the point of view changes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, from time to time and you actually get way more POV characters in the comics Um, oh yeah yeah
1: well but there there are other POV characters they're kind of like people watching from the crowd type POV characters like Alan Moore really loves to loves to do that shit Mm. especially in Watchmen um, and the movie does this to great effect as well Uh, There's like there's like a little girl who watches his original broadcast Mm -hmm. at the start of the movie, yeah, and then then she ends up getting killed by a cop. Yeah, she um, has a whole she has a
2: whole little yeah she has a whole kind of like arc. Yeah, 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 uh, and then that's a like a background character.
1: Yeah, and that's a big Alan Moore thing.
2: Yeah. I I don't know. I really do. It did. really is, as I will tell you uh, when we yeah. discuss the Okay,
3: sorry, sorry. Oh, well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Go
1: yeah. ahead, no, uh,
2: but I wanted to. I did want to tell you guys one more fun fact about the movie. Oh, okay, is they originally had a different actor playing Z. Jason um, Pfeiffer. But, then, <laughs> but yeah, then he got recast as Hugo Weaving, we- and, and uh-huh. they don't actually know which which is which in the edit
0: because Hugo Weaving just like did all the voice in ADR. So. Oh, well, I love, I love Hugo Weaving's voice. Yeah. Uh, also, V is an idea. So I guess that makes sense. It does um, make sense. Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, but, I, yeah, but I think that, that dude, James Purefoy only filmed for a couple of weeks because allegedly right. he had difficulty with the mask. So, oh, well, yeah. I
0: mean, well, fucking, fucking, uh, what, what's his face? Jonathan Reese uh, had difficulty with the Gimli makeup and that bitch did that for like nine years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, hey, I don't know. Some people just have different tolerance levels. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: fair. Also, I um, fucking love Hugo Weaving.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. he's great.
1: Yeah, like, okay, anyways, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, go
0: ahead. go ahead. No, please, don't apologize. Uh, I enjoy every moment. Um, oh, fucking Punisher, James Purfoy. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. All right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it, it had been a while since I read the comic.
2: Um, I hadn't read it until college probably uh i was a big fan of the movie when it came out i think i was probably i want to say i was a senior in high school maybe a junior mm. regardless um loved it when it came out i uh, haven't watched it recently but i do agree that there's probably parts that don't age super well but i think in general what i remember of the film uh i think it would probably hold up pretty darn good today yeah, yeah um and then i read the read the comic book much later in life when i was working in a comic book shop so i had access to all the material i needed
0: Ash, um, every, every little bit of background thing i get from you is always like who who are you who actually <laughs> fucking are you uh but anyway uh, wait were,
1: were you just reading it so the boys would like you, I'm, I'm just were, you just, joined, were you just reading I'm, I'm it to I'd, get boys attention
0: yeah,
2: uh, I was just—I was actually going to say I'm—I'm I'm an idea, much like Ramona Flowers. You <laughs> know, yes.
3: ah, no, my no.
2: entire personality oh. is just a construct of what of what I of what boys think is cool. Jeez. I played the drums. Yeah, I did taekwondo. I've got a whole—I've got a whole backstory. Really? Anyway, um, yeah, actually, but anyway,
3: <laughs>
0: continue, darling. Anyway, back to me for vendetta. Yes. Um,
2: it, it it still holds up. Uh, much like with a lot of other works from this era not just by Alan Moore but by a lot of authors um there is some violence against women that I think is justified in the story and isn't handled particularly in a graphic way so it doesn't bother me over much but I kind of wish that authors in general would just find better ways to motivate their female characters
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh, um, it's definitely a
2: like, even thing. during the, in the torture scene, when she's in the, when she's in the, the fake, uh, <laughs> yeah. the fake out scene, uh, he, I like, it's kind of heavily implied that, uh, he performs a gynecological exam on her. Huh. Like, why, why did I need that panel? Why do I need that in my head? Alex right, Moore? the
0: waterboarding <laughs> wasn't enough. Uh, um, right. like, anyway,
3: <laughs> just, fuck.
0: Like, there's, you know, the surest way to dehumanize a woman. Yep, yep. Um, yeah.
2: the lady that's involved. But other than that, um, mm-hmm. most none of the violence is gratuitous. The yeah. artwork is still holds up and is still beautiful. I especially love, um, the, co- like, the coloring. Yeah. Like, this is during a different era of, like, printing presses. So, coloring in older comic books is very different than it is, um, on, uh, nice new, uh, digitally printed pieces.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. that's always fun to, like, Go back and visit something from like the 80s and even like 90s. Yeah, um,
0: that's been like remastered a little bit, or at least printed mm-hmm. on solid, uh, like newer things. It, like the darker lines and the pale like uh, colors to fill in the negatives kind of reminds me of like Eisner stuff, almost in like the right. sketch. Um, but and it's it's definitely different than fucking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, or any uh, or what was it Hellblazer uh, even like you can definitely see Neil Gaiman's, uh, influence from Hellblazer versus like, uh, these other works, but, um, anyway, so, um, but yeah, yeah. It's- yeah. It's,
2: it's, it's just visually, it's visually, it still holds up. It still reads really well. Um, yeah. the art really nice. Um, the story is also still shockingly relevant, uh, as we were saying earlier, like, Alan Moore is kind of prescient. Like he, he kind of has this ability to look at the way the world is and Mm -hmm. imagine, uh, imagine sort of a realistic dystopia. Yeah. Yeah, The curse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The curse for like, yeah, everything you say comes true, but no one listens to you when you're, when you're saying it.
2: (laughs) Um, you know, there's another, like uh, maybe, you know, kind of, Anyway, uh, words, I will make them happen. Uh, Terry <laughs> Gilliam is someone who's kind of like that. And I know some people don't really, aren't a huge fan of Terry Gilliam because um, he does kind of suffer from like old man shouting at the sky syndrome mm. now.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. But
2: uh, like I feel like he also kind of does that like with 12 Monkeys and uh, Brazil. Uh, yeah. and he creates this kind of sci-fi world that like feels strangely like too close to home at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the story is pretty much beat for beat, the same as the movie. Um, there are some major changes, but I think that the adaptation does a great job of putting all, like, the major pieces where they need to go, if that makes sense. mm
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: uh, Like, we get a lot more, as you're saying, it is maybe a very, like, Alan Moore thing to do, but we get a lot more side character stories. And one of my favorite side character stories is, is the story of Rose. Who is one of the, one of the bodies, I don't remember which one, um, ear, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's the wife. Yeah. She's the wife to the guy who runs the ear. Yeah. And, and he's like a, and he's like an abusive wife beater Mm -hmm. and she's really mousy and that sucks for her and he dies early on. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she ends up getting picked up by this other side character who's basically just doing it to spite the idea of her dead husband. So that's really <laughs> sad. <laughs> then, but like, she doesn't like feel like she has, like you get this whole monologue where she's like, I don't feel like I have any other option. Like, uh, you know, it's too dangerous to go it alone in this world, especially when you've been married to someone so powerful.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
2: Then her second lover ends up dead and then no one will touch her like evie sees her later at a bar and notes that like yeah no one will get with her because their last two like boyfriends died and uh eventually her whole story like comes back and has a major major impact at the end of the story mm-hmm. and you never see it coming from a million miles away but it kind of like it really hammers home the themes of you know uh everyone is being important I- yeah. I- b being an idea and that idea, like, once it's out there, touching on like wildfire, which is what fascism fears, you know? Yeah. Because, like, the, you know, like, now I'm just, I'm getting excited and rambling. but I love it. The, the, uh, the Chancellor, he has his own little, like, kind of like, um, POV. hmm. I, it, it, during, uh, I don't know, the second chapter, my yeah. second book, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's an incel. I think that's funny. He talks about how he's like never known the touch of a woman. And and he's basically in love with this
0: computer. Yep. Yep. I had that same thought when I read it. I was like,
3: "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Interesting.
2: "Um." He's like, but I like, what does, the, what does the love of a woman, or what does you know, like the brutish, you know, British humping compare you know, to this power, <laughs> to my love? She's cold, unfeeling. You know, anyway, she doesn't um, love me, but I, <laughs> no, love.
0: I worship her. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: but he even has, during that, during that whole monologue, he has this like, speech about how he's a fascist. And he's like, Yes, I am a fascist. He's like, I believe in uh, you know, like, unity. And even if that means unity of
0: thought. Yeah, or uniformity. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so, I think it's really interesting that like these ideas aren't just catching on on Evie, like who's like our main POV character and yeah. like built to be his successor. Yeah, but they're catching on in all these side characters too, um, which ultimately leads to the Chancellor's death. Like mm-hmm. uh, he gets he gets kind of uh, manipulated into leaving his ivory tower, and he's out in a, a crowd and uh rose fucking shoots him yeah kills him dead i know uh like, as revenge for i guess like her powers like feeling like impotent in a society that's been built to like control and hurt her yeah and uh i love that you know it's like it's not v who ends up killing the symbol of the the ultimate symbol of the state you know it's it's like this this victim this side character yeah love it love to see
0: it yeah I I also really loved the um like I loved all the wives to be honest like uh the wife of the eyes uh where she I, fucking I, calls him out at church she's like yeah at least you're not married to a Fucking professional peeping tom uh but whatever (laughs) later yeah is that helen is that helen yeah i think so and then and then poor rosemary married to the finger uh you know and like she's just she's just sweet and uh and she's like oh he didn't have to be so harsh and he's like shut up shut up and it's like oh okay all right well fuck you too then but like i don't know it's interesting to me uh that like he gives Uh, so a bad guy group syndicate that you have to take down, uh, like metaphorically put into like body parts or something recognizable and symmetrical, like the four saint beasts or, you know, like if we're going anime, uh, I love (laughs) the trope of like, fucking like, that's what you got to do. You got a checklist. There is, there is an actual literal checklist. You got, you got to take out the eyes. You got to take out the voice. You got to, you know, uh, to Mm -hmm. silence, a body a person that is oppressing uh so i don't know i i really liked that theme in this um yeah, uh i i don't like the way alamore writes ladies uh for the most part uh or at least the situations he puts them in but uh the wives of the face or the whatever uh the head uh i dug them i dug <laughs> i dug all of them um i don't know evie's evie's transformation was interesting because, like... It, yeah, her story is way
2: different. Like, so, the, yeah, in the comic, like, it's pretty explicit that Evie's got daddy issue. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Plus, she's, like, 16. <laughs> she's 16. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's it, it,
2: but the funny thing is, is, like, very early on, she explicitly asked me, like, why don't you ever try to sleep with me? And... Mm-hmm that's when he puts her out yeah he's (laughs) He's like like, no 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 you need no you need to go and he explicitly says like what because i'm like your father figure uh and he's like i'm not your father your father's dead and like kicks her out onto the street yep then she ends up living with that like 60 year old gangster who gets rewritten for Steven fry's part in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um, and they totally end up boning, Mm. (laughs) kind of into him, but just because he's again, he's like a surrogate daddy. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I mean, and then he, and then after, yeah, after he dies, uh, she has that, yeah, yeah, she gets, uh, she she vows to get revenge and she's going to shoot the guys who killed him, Yeah, but then V kidnaps her
0: and then um, puts her in the chamber bit, and then... <laughs> she's in the oubliette. And in the oubliette. It's... Okay. Uh, I, like, how do I... Okay. So, I I think that this work is amazing. Like, I think uh, it's prescient. It's relevant. Uh, it's insanely well-written. But kind of like with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it's like, how do I recommend this to people that I like respect uh when (laughs) like when i have to give the caveat of there's there's violence against women in this they do not treat their female characters very well um or it it like it's it's interesting uh like what you have to say for a thing uh to kind of like I don't know to legitimize it, uh, but you're not trying to and like. I don't
2: think it's. I don't think it's legitimizing it. I yeah. think it's just being respectful to the person you're recommending it to. There's right. a lot of work that I really enjoy, but I have to be in a certain mind space to want to watch them. Right, like something like Requiem for a Dream. I wouldn't just like pop that on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no warning. Yeah. <laughs> to, to like somebody who's never seen it. Or even like if I myself wanted to rewatch it, I wouldn't necessarily do it on a Sunday afternoon when I want to just like chill out. <laughs> uh,
0: maybe we'll do that later. We'll have brunch, we'll watch Requiem in the background. Yeah, I, uh,
3: we'll all, like, we'll I all
2: ugly, ugly tears.
0: Um,
2: you know, so like I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily like justifying the media or even being too sensitive. I yeah. mean I think especially if someone's never seen or read something before and you know that there might be elements that would be, you know, difficult for a first-time,
4: yeah. you know, uh,
2: audience. Um, it's totally fair to give them a heads up.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is fair. It is fair, but it like it's a respectful thing to do. It's I, not
2: about disrespecting the work or anything. It's just about respecting uh, you know, other I, people's right to engage with a uh, media when they're ready.
1: Exactly, yeah, and yeah. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. I think that's also also keep in mind. People don't people don't generally look at things or consume things that are recommended. I mean, the recommendation is completely a a (laughs) social gesture, right? I just watched some Centaur World on a recommendation
2: from Elise. Oh, Oh, yikes.
0: Oh, yeah, I even bought those for you, and I sent them to your house, and... Oh, uh, no, 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 I'm reading those, but I'm also, I watched uh, some Centaur World. Oh, oh, shit, did you? Okay, we gotta talk about that later, Uh, but anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah. wait,
1: Ash, have you read any of the... um, have you started any of uh, Maya Immortal that I sent to you in a shoebox? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been printing it off at the library. That's why it looks like, like the, the way it does.
2: That's how. Okay, Wait, you don't my know Maya Mortal, the 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 fan fiction.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah. But, but I didn't uh, hit like print page, like the printable version you get from the browser. I just like <laughs> screenshot every single page <laughs> of my computer you and then
0: you don't print know that. but that is actually a method where you would share fan fiction oh no back in the print. day no that's yeah. no i do know that's okay. why i'm saying that okay yeah i don't know yeah um, i do know that okay <laughs> uh
1: yeah i well, no. so i think when you were like hey you should read v for vendetta but yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot of violence against women in it right yeah i feel like we're a little bit in a place where people are like well people shouldn't write stories like that anymore mm-hmm. because it's bad because violence against women is bad
0: yeah and it's like but but it wasn't that's that's
1: not what anyone is like trying to say with that necessarily but there but there are like a lot of people uh who would who engage in kind of like a bad faith like oh well alan moore that's so old-fashioned i don't want to read some crusty dusty old white dudes fucking you know yeah yeah, it's just like misogynistic and gross right you know which is like whether or not that's true like why does that mean you can't read the comic book like why are we at that point now where people are like you know Mm -hmm. like well
2: one thing we're also not, like, addressing is the fact that, like, in this kind of world, mm-hmm. this kind of violence against women would take place. Like, Yeah, it yeah. absolutely goes would. So without yeah. saying, like, I mean, the, that, the the variation of the world that he's written is only a hyper version of our own world, and there's plenty of violence against yeah women every day. Yeah, so, no, like, right, the influence you know, is so, there. Like, and it's not, yeah. and again, it's not ever, it's not ever gratuitous, um... Certainly not. And, no, and it's not. So it, it is just one of, you know, so I understand that like, yes, maybe some people would just hear that and want, not want to engage with it right out the gate. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, well, I mean, I think a lot of that, like I think a lot of that tendency to brush things off for that reason, right? Or to put them aside because they're old or maybe the depiction is like outdated or incorrect in some way. Right. I think a lot of that is like virtue signaling, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that uh, is yeah. just because at this moment, in time right now, everything has been so individualized that like, if you want to stop actual violence against women from occurring, the only thing you can do is do like kind of a consumer boycott of it in any kind of media, which is just like completely, it just doesn't make any sense, right? There's like no connection to reality there. And all you're really doing is depriving yourself of something that you might enjoy actually, right? right, In reading V for Vendetta and you abstaining from any kind of media which treats women unkindly does not actually improve the conditions of women in reality now. It just means that you have no way of approaching media also in, in, in interpretively a, in any sensible way
0: right also in like a uh ding 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 yes yeah. and, yeah. and also what, in uh, a, yeah no
1: and real quick the other thing is like that type of violence would occur like in v for vendetta you're telling me that the yep. wives of all the people that are in power of this violent fascistic regime mm-hmm. get beaten and mistreated that's funny because in the united states 40 percent of police officers are have a domestic violence charge against them so ding, you know ding, ding. that's like ding. becoming more true every day
0: Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Ding, 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 Also, in a tangential thought, uh, I feel like that uh, commercial boycotting, like being uh, the only form of like vanilla protest, oh, yeah, is it was like... Trick.
2: It's such we've a trick been... of capitalism. Yes, exactly. Like, you, can, you can either buy your way out of every problem, like just buy this reusable bag, buy this reusable mug, like you can yeah. just buy your way out of every problem. Global warming won't happen if you buy, these, buy the right product. Buy these reusable or condoms. Or you don't buy <laughs> certain products. And while, yes, I do think like boycotting... I do think boycotting um like I don't I don't buy Chick-fil-A never. No. Nope. I don't I don't shop at Hobby Lobby. Like I do make choices with my dollar, but I also think like that's not the only that's not the only form of creating change in the that world. And you can't And you can't, be. You can't yeah. just stop there. You can't yeah. just stop by and there.
1: Which is yeah. weirdly some of the questions that the story we're talking about gets into. But the other thing that I want to say is people act like abstaining from chick like I if you eat a chick-fil-a or if you don't eat a chick-fil-a, I don't fucking care like as like a as like a Visibly out queer person. I could give a shit if you eat at chick-fil-a or Mm -hmm. not like uh, but people like love to have that discussion because it's like a redirection of people's energy from doing mm-hmm. anything actually important to like bickering also... about Chick Fil A and fucking Hobby Lobby. Also, Hobby Lobby is cartoonishly evil now. They're like no, stealing. Well, I mean, they're like gathering just, like, cur- like ancient the... cursed relics. Like what? That's
2: exactly like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're so cartoonishly evil. Uh,
0: yeah. I feel like it's also kind of a signal. Like, oh, I listen to. I love Lady Gaga. I don't eat it Chick Fil A. Uh, but anyway, so like, so these works, this work specifically, uh, inspired these kinds of thoughts be- and discussions because honest to God like it's it's pretty relevant um, so that's what we'll take from it like that's that's what we'll get from it yeah um, okay
1: well, also when the yeah, credits when not, the credits I mean, in the movies roll yeah the first thing you hear when the credits roll is Malcolm X and he's like it is morally wrong to teach a man not to defend himself when he is being oppressed mm. about nonviolence, I have to say I think it's wrong to teach people that interesting yeah. Also, if you try to make this movie today where the message was like, yep. yeah, you can physically push back against people who are doing evil, even if they're in the government, just not going to happen today. Mm. 100% never going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we got we to gotta get that secondary market. Yeah. There you go. Plus, okay. So on a lighter note, um, you know, uh, for those of you that have listened to maybe a few of our episodes, go back to Ready Player One um, and the very end, uh, we play some of Ernest Cline's slam poetry. <laughs> um, I, I like I love when authors decide to like branch out and do other forms of media, especially like uh, like audio. Uh, it, it's just like, oh, okay, you're a multifaceted person. Amazing. It's sometimes um, also
1: called showing your ass, but showing your ass as well. Case.
0: But you know. Yeah, no, that was some shit. Uh, but but sometimes it's really fucking good. So, uh, I think we're going to end it on some random Alan Moore uh, thing that we find on Spotify uh, and just like let it fade out because it's bananas.
3: Uh, <gangsínice> <laughs> All
0: right, we love you. Goodbye everybody.
4: Bye. The Three Great Woods Jack Castle in 1985, he and his brother find one day they cannot wake her. And the morning that she didn't make, its pencil crayon light diffused on the unmoving eider down, death like her life demure, transacted without inconveniencing anyone. Mary, whom he took after. Every other night she still calls from the kitchen in his dreams. The 80s burned down, guttering, with so much gone and melted. Westcliff woman married with a kid. They still think of each other as good friends, but well, you know. His mum's gone too. These stabilizing female gravities, these planets breaking from his system, spinning off into the stars. The only woman who retains her influence upon him lives in Downing Street, is running down herself with supervillain tick in one eye, one hand now a pincer, will be gone within a year. The spring gusts on the hill's brow have a sense of resolution, a brave melancholy.